Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are yous? Hope yous are all keeping fine and well out there in podcast land. As you may have guessed by my voice, uh, the same cannot be said for me, unfortunately. And we'll get into that. But first of all, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. Yo, don't forget to check out our huge back catalogue. Yeah, like I said, if this is your first episode, we've got well over 200 plus episodes now. So there's loads of great stuff for you to delve back through the archives. And uh, yeah, there's quite quite a bit of material back there that would be entertaining for everyone, I suppose. We've talked about every aspect of the bagpiping scene at this point. I don't think there's any area that we haven't covered yet. Uh, So definitely going to be worth delving through the archives. And it's something I've been doing this last while. Um, Yeah, we have a wealth of material back there. Uh, anyway, so go and have a, a juke at that if you want to. Indeed. And also, don't forget that if you would like to help support the show, then you can. You can go over there to Patreon, click on support, and be part of the Patreon faithful. We've got loads of exclusive content back there. Episodes of Big Rab Show Plus. We've got our weekly Fuse FM Ballamoney Money Catch-Up Show. Uh, all that sort of stuff. So there's plenty of stuff back there uh, for our Patreon-only subscribers. So if you want to help support us, then you can. Click on support and be part of the Patreon faithful, and you will automatically be awesome. <clears throat> yeah, now, en- enough of the croaky voice uh, without any explanation. Uh, just to kind of let you know what exactly is happening with me personally, I suppose. Uh, the production of this week's episode is a huge team effort uh, because I have contracted Rona. Yep, thank you to our COVID-19 has finally made its way to my house. Uh, So as a result, I have been down with COVID now for a couple of days and still feeling pretty dang terrible, if I'm honest. Uh, But a focus of mine has been to try and keep the wheel turning and make sure that you guys have a show. So this week, we do have a show. We do have a pre-recorded interview that was recorded in happier times for me um, (laughs) with Derek Doyle from the National Piping Centre. And we've got quite an interesting story of what they've been up to here and some interesting opportunities ahead for pipers uh, to take advantage of. Yeah, plus we have Big Rab Show team member Andrew's going to be reading news this week. As I say, it's just been a big collective effort to try and pull everything together. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. Don't worry about me. I will hopefully shake off this dreaded Rona and in a few days, a few weeks, and I should be grand again, and it will be all guns blazing. Uh, but yeah, just to let you know, that's why I kind of sound a bit like Barry White at the moment, and I'm doing my best not to cough my head off uh, in the podcast here. So and, and don't worry, you can't catch COVID from a podcast, by the way. So there you go. <laughs> But I have to say, I have full sympathy for anyone who's ever contracted this. It is no joke. It isn't, you know, fun at all. 
and uh, it's very, very scary, you know, for those who even has been hospitalized by this. Now, touch wood, I'm nowhere near that. Uh, you know, have my vaccines and all that sort of stuff. So hopefully, yeah, I should manage to shake this in a few days. So there you go. That being said, let's roll on with the rest of the show, shall we? I hope you can put up with my croaky voice for another wee while as we get through some of the domestics before we get into the actual news and views and stuff and all of that. Now, <clears throat> now looking into our emails and stuff, most of our emails this past week was all wishing us a very happy Burns Day. And also today, at the time of recording this, uh, wishing us a happy Australia Day. So there you go. So thank you everyone who sent us in all those emails. It was very nice. Thank you. Uh, now we have had some commentary in some of our episodes as well, um, asking us some various questions and stuff. And we do feel to answer them correctly that we may well revisit certain topics as future topics of the week. So if you do see some repeated Topics of the week, that's basically because we've been asked a number of questions on some of their previous episodes. So that's the plan going forward here. We've been asked a number of questions on listener mail and we do think that we may well revisit certain topics to try and address everything. So yeah, hope that makes sense. But thank you to everyone who sent us in emails. As always, you guys can email us in as well. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. Send us in your emails, your best wishes, any questions, queries, or suggestions. That's where you go and do it. Indeed. Now, following listener mail each and every week, uh, well, yeah, you guessed it. We normally have one of our favorite bits. It's, uh, yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Friends. Ah, yes. This week's Word of the Week is friends. And I have to say that this, I'm sure, will ring true for a lot of you folks out there in the piping scene. Over this pandemic and all of this lockdown nonsense, we have really discovered that a lot of the people that we would enjoy playing music with are not only our colleagues in our band, you know what I mean? Not our fellow band members, but they are genuine friends and good friends at that. Even for myself here in the Big Rab Show team, the people that I've been working alongside producing the show now over this last number of years, uh, we've become very close friends. And, uh, you know, as a result of me actually getting hit with Rona this last while, I've really kind of become reliant on friends to help with a lot of different things especially around the production of social media content and, yeah, the production of this actual episode that you're listening to right now. So I have to say, friends in the piping scene, you know, it's kind of part and parcel of playing this amazing music. It seems to be, no matter where you are around the globe, you'll know someone who has a connection with a bagpiper or a drummer or, yeah, they used to play in this band or they played in that band. No matter where you are on the planet, there is someone who has a connection with the piping scene within arm's reach. And, yeah, I mean this, I know it sounds dead cheesy, but as soon as you find someone who's involved in the piping scene, you're among friends. Now, you can try and send me in all sorts of angry emails saying, Rab, that's nonsense. Us at the piping scene, we're always at each other's throats. We're always competing against each other. We want to be better than the other person. How could we possibly be friends? Well... 
I have to refer you back to an interview that we had a while ago there with uh, pipe major Rob Matheson when he actually spoke about the camaraderie in the piping scene over the pandemic and that. What we have found is that pipers and drummers are gathering together to support each other. And I have to wholeheartedly agree that the friendships in the piping scene certainly seem to have been solidified over the course of this terrible hardship that we've been through. And, uh, yeah, myself even now going through some hardship in my own personal health, I'm now finding friendships to be invaluable. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of where this week's Word of the Week came from, I suppose. Looking at the piping scene in general and just looking at how many people in that scene can be seen as genuine friends. So I hope you guys can get a bit of perspective on that front and that, yeah, as much as me might want to march into that circle and lift that trophy and kind of wave it in front of everyone's face and going, hey-ho, I'm the champion. At the same time, you kind of want to raise everyone else up as well. So, yeah, (laughs) there's no harm in some genuine kind-hearted banter and, you know, one-upmanship, I suppose, you know, bragging rights and all of that. But at the same time, we are essentially all friends involved in the same musical scene together. And yeah, I think this has all kind of solidified all of that over this last week. So that's this week's Word of the Week, friends. Alrighty, let's move on to another part of the show that we haven't had in a while. And for good reason. Uh, For those of you who have been following the show for a while, our voice of Weekly Drone, Mr. Aaron McElwain, has now moved on to Pastures Greener and is now working, actually, as part of the Northern Ireland RSPBA branch. Uh, So as a result, he's now unable to continue working with ourselves on the Big Rab Show. And as a result, we've lost our voice of Weekly Drone. Now, we put it out there to open audition around the globe and we asked everyone if you wanted to be a part of the show and you wanted to be our new voice of Weekly Drone, then to send us in your auditions. Now, we're not going to play these auditions on air. There was that fear uh, that, oh, Rab, I would send you an audition, but I don't want you to play it out because it would be too embarrassing. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, there, there was that fear, but we were trying to put everyone's mind at ease saying, no, we wouldn't do that. This isn't the X factor. Uh, but, yeah, we have now come to a reasoned conclusion, and we have now chosen the voice of our new weekly drone. So, this week, it takes me great pleasure to introduce our new voice of weekly drone, Mr. J.D. Ingram. J.D. What a legend, and this week marks his very first Weekly Drone. Now, again, for those of you who aren't familiar with how Weekly Drone works, uh, the way Weekly Drone works is that we have a website, thebigrabshow.com, and we have a button on there called Weekly Drone, where you can submit your questions, your complaints, your queries, warts and all, uh, without fear of identification. It's completely anonymous, there's no names involved, there's no way for it to be traced back to you, your band, your school, whatever. It's just you, your thoughts, and we bring it here to the podcast raw. Absolutely. Uh, the only time we would ever step in and kind of edit it or maybe not broadcast it is whenever it becomes accusationary and you're you know, trying to say that A, B, and C is this because of that and there's no substantiating evidence. That plus any swearing because we are a family show we don't normally like to broadcast slander and uh yeah effing and jeffing so there won't be any of that but other than that please do send us in your weekly drones now that we have a brand new voice of weekly drone then why not send us in your stories your thoughts your feelings about this incoming season it's going to be an interesting year and now that we have a new voice of weekly drone it's going to be incredibly interesting so i think without further ado 
let's introduce JD to the podcast. So, <clears throat> JD, what's this week's weekly drone? It's the weekly drone. Just come on. Seriously, Rab and Co. Your episode talking about if there will be a season all hinges on one thing, one question to rule them all. Will we have any bands to hit the field to begin with? I don't know about you guys, but I've heard nothing but stories about bands folding due to the pandemic. Unable to fundraise, unable to recruit, unable to perform. All that Plus, so many folks have left piping altogether and have found other stuff to do. How on earth can you be talking about an incoming season without bands? Will anyone really be interested in returning? I don't know how you folks have done it, but hats off for keeping the pod running during all this madness. Seriously. You all deserve a medal for the amount of work y'all have put in. Bravo. I really hope to be proven wrong here. I hope the piping scene returns to its full luster as you all expect it will. Ah, yes, Weekly Droner. Thank you for that. Some interesting thoughts there and hype. Shout out to JD as well for reading that out for us. I have to say again... This is the thoughts and feelings of our weekly droner and not that of J.D. Ingram. I have to say, he is simply a conduit here to read out your weekly drone. So, yeah, thank you, J.D., for reading that for us this week. And, uh, yeah, what do you think of that, first of all? It's a bit of a change from the usual, I suppose, from how Aaron McElveen used to do it. And that's exactly what we wanted. Uh, So, shout out to J.D. That was awesome. And look forward to future weekly drones from you. And so, yeah. To go to the thoughts and opinions there of our Weekly Droner about whether we'll actually have any bands on the grass. Now that, honestly, we did address that in our episode talking about the future season uh, because there has been a lot of confirmed reports, I have to say, of a good, good number of bands who are unable to actually field a band in 2022. I think our conclusion in that podcast was is that we will not know how many bands we will actually have until we open the gates of the park for that first competition. Now, I think there has been dates and all set in the calendar by our RSPBA Northern Ireland branch, and they're all subject to change. So I, I was going to report them here on the pod this week, but I figured I would actually leave it a week or two until we have some more confirmed dates in the calendar from RSPBA Northern Ireland <clears throat> so we can actually report on them. Now, as part of these dates that they're suggesting, there are a number of festival events. And what we would think what happened at these festival events is what happened last year. Last year, we've seen a number of bands that have never competed before and actually decided to venture out and play in front of a piping audience and see how it goes. We thought that these festival events were absolutely a roaring success, and it's great to see that RSPBA and I are continuing down this line. I honestly think that it encourages more bands to come out from their band hall and actually perform because it isn't competitive, you know? And having that guy standing there with the clipboard being judgmental of your playing can be very off-putting for a lot of musicians out there. And a lot of our bands see that as a negative thing. So having festivals as a result is a huge positive. And uh, yeah, we can only encourage that. But as far as our own competitive scene here in Northern Ireland and in the UK... Around the globe, for that matter. Yeah, you're quite right. There's been a lot of bands who have been 
yeah, gone dark over this last couple of years and have been unable to fundraise, have been losing their membership hand over foot and have been unable to recruit. So, yeah, we have said it all the way through that podcast and previous ones that we are now in a period of rebuilding. We will not know how many bands are ready to compete until we open that gate in that park for that first competition or that first festival for that matter. So, yeah, to Weekly Droner, we do hope to prove you wrong. Uh, We do hope that we will have quite a cool and awesome competition season uh, here in the UK, but also around the globe we're seeing competitions happening as well. Last week we read out the stories about the Midwest Pipe Band Association, all their confirmed dates. Uh, Yeah, we do hold on to hope that a good number of our bands have managed to stay strong and true and will be back on the grass again, thumping out the good tunes just like they used to. Uh, but we're under no illusion here. We do know that there are a good number of bands that just simply won't be able to field a competitive band in 2022. That being the case, we will definitely follow the story, of course. You know, we will be following everything this incoming season. And as soon as the gates open for that first competition, that's kind of the first rule of thumb where we can actually see boots on the ground and just how how is our competition scene at the moment? And uh, we will not be able to gauge that until May, I suppose, uh, when we have our first domestic competition here in Northern Ireland and then followed by our first major in Scotland. So, yeah, I guess for now it's just speculation. And so, yeah, thank you to our weekly donor for all of your interesting thoughts there. And uh, definitely some opinions that I think ourselves here on the Rab Show agree with, uh, but we do hope to prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, at this point, I have to mention we've got a number of questions in as well about our ongoing offer with the Piper's Dojo. Uh, a number of folks were asking, is it still going? Uh, if you want to get money off for the book, yes, the offer is still going. If you do want to get yourself a copy of Fine and Bagpipe Freedom, then please do use our promo code, which is BigRab at the checkout. A number of people have said that they've tried it and it didn't work, uh, but I think that's because they were going big space. Rab, treating them as two separate words. No, we need you to treat it all as one word. So no space, and then that'll definitely take money off at the checkout. So we've had to help a number of people with that. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to use our promo code, don't include the space, just big rab, all one word, and then bang. So by magic, you'll get money off at the checkout when ordering your copy of Finding Bagpipe Freedom. And let's face it, you're going to want to pick it up because so many people now have it in their collections. And yeah, it's been paying dividends. I know a lot of folks that have bought this book and has really helped with their own personal plan and practice and uh, myself included for that matter. Yeah. So why not get money off just by listening to us here in the podcast? Use our promo code BigRab and get money off. Indeed. What's not to love? Alrighty, well guys, at this point in the show, I am going to take a bit of a break, uh, but it's normally at this section of the show that we get into all the usual piping news and stuff from throughout this past week, and yeah, hearkening back to our word of the week, which was friends, I'm now going to pass the torch to a good friend of mine and member of the Big Rab Show team to give you guys the news. So, here's Andrew Shalladay. This weekend, the 30th of January 2022, is a free online workshop from the Piper's Dojo, discussing the 11 reasons why Pipers fail. Sign up on the Piper's Dojo website and claim your spot. Open the Pipers of all abilities who, for whatever reason, may have become stuck with their playing. This workshop hopes to unlock your full potential. Happy Burns Night, everyone! Good to see plenty of Pipers out and piping in the haggis around the globe. Also, Happy Australia Day! Plenty of pipers and bands will be busy down under today celebrating and marking the occasion. 
Send us in your hashtag Big Rab Show selfies. Bagpipemusic.com has been releasing some new music recently. There's music from Stuart Sampson, MBE. Uh, there's 18 tunes in total, including some of his favourites from his latest release, the Park Grove Collection. There's PDS and audio recordings all available now for download. So check out that website now. Don't know if you've caught uh, during the week, the music service for Pipes and Drums in Northern Ireland are launching their first open session to all local folk musicians in the Front Page Bar in Ballymena. Ballymena High! This will kick off on the 2nd of February at 7pm. Just turn up, bring your instrument with you and have a tune. Speaking of Ballymena High, the RSPBANI has just announced that the Ulster Championships will be held in Ballymena on the 23rd of July. We've yet to hear the details on ticketing or any of the associated safety measures, but for now that's the date to put down in your calendar. As we hear more information about the Northern season, we'll let you know, but this is the first date formally announced and we hope to hear more soon. There were two papers on the telly here in the UK this week. Shout out to Hazel White, who featured on the Children's Channel on CBBC, as she taught Stanley the Monster all about bagpipes. Great to see such a fun introduction to bagpipes for young kids. Well done, Hazel. The other piper on TV this week was Glenn Baxter, who featured on the recent programme alongside Phil Cunningham called The Narrow Sea, The Farther Shore, where he played a great rendition of The Water is White. Great to see bagpipes represented well and a very interesting programme about the connections between Northern Ireland and Scotland. Check out both programmes on the BBC iPlayer. We've got a new music announcement from up-and-coming band Delu. They're launching a new album on the 26th of February called Mach. They will be supported by Harbour Road and their tickets to their launch gig will be available through their social media website. 2019 Northern Meeton silver medalist James Duncan Mackenzie of the Isle of Lewis in Scotland has completed his third solo piping recording and is expected to be available at band camp and via CD in February. His title, Fievik, from an old Norse name meaning a bay and hamlet. The album will feature 10 tracks comprising 19 tunes and one song, all composed and recorded over the last two years by James at his home studio. We hope to have James on the show next week and talking about Rab and tell us all about it. But check out our Patreon for an exclusive early look. It's a shameless plug there for Rab. Restrictions are beginning to ease now in Scotland and we're starting to see more and more gigs been put back on the schedule for Celtic Connections, as well as many other gigs around the country. That's such positive news for all our folk musicians who've been without any opportunities to play for months now. We're hoping it bodes well for the future outdoor events and the competitions this year. The Old Paybrook website, which has been dormant since the death of the Colmore scholar J. David Hester, has been rebranded and relaunched as the Paybrook Network. The website curates a network of digital resources devoted to the learning, teaching, performance and the wider public appreciation of Paybrook. Known as the Old Paybrook Club since May 2013, AltPaybrook.com was a suite of websites that were essentially a collaboration between Hester and the Piper academic Barnaby Brown. The network stood still for two years following Hester's untimely death in 2019, 
But thanks to a grant from the Royal Conservatory of Scotland and the creative energy of a small startup team, a rejuvenation process began in September 2021. We hope to have Barnaby Brown on a future podcast to tell us all about this exciting relaunch. An anti-ringer process for overseas bands at the RSPBA contest will be discussed at the AMAPBA meeting. In addition to matters such as the North American Association's clarifying the process of registering and obtaining a grade from an association outside the home area. And a discussion on problems with grade 1 and grade 2 players playing in grade 4 and 5 bands. The upcoming alliance of the Northern American Pipe Band Association, ANAPBA, will be resurrecting an agreement it made to provide the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association with the roster details of all North American pipe bands planning to compete in the UK. At the 2015 ANAPBA Summit, it was agreed that not only would a list of all band members be provided, but also details of each member's competing experience. North American associations then worked with their member bands to complete detailed roster forms to submit to the RSPBA for review before the band would be approved to compete in the grade for which they submitted their entry. The agreement was reportedly intended to cooperate with the UK Association to prevent bands from competing in a grade with members with experience beyond the band's grade level. Ringers, essentially, on a one-time trip to Scotland... Full details on the story available on thepipestrums.com, but we will be following this story and will let you all know of any developments. But now, it's that time again. It's time for a big cup of tea. It's time for a topic of the week. Having launched the Regimental Series in March 2019 and the Axial Series in August of the same year, the British Drum Company were firing on all cylinders. That was until the world was hit by a global pandemic and they were forced by the government to stop production, close the doors and lock up the factory. In May 2021, they reopened their doors and the production lines started to flow again. The company is as busy as ever and are happily back making shells, filing snare beds by hand and polishing drums prior to dispatch. If your corps is looking for a new set of drums, then don't hesitate to get in touch with their marching department for more information. Don't forget, tours are available for all leading drummers and their corps. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClelland from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland.
proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, fantastic stuff there. Andrew, thank you so much, man, for reading all of the news this week. Uh, really does mean the world to me because uh, you might guess by my voice I'm still sort of struggling here. But there you go. <laughs> thank you, Andrew. That was fantastic. Uh, so hopefully uh, this will be a one-off, you know, where Andrew has to step in and help out, you know. But, uh, yeah, if, if anything, I'm extremely grateful for the help. So thank you, Andrew. Uh, all right. We are on to this week's topic of the week, then, where we have quite an interesting interview with Derek Doyle from the National Piping Centre, where he tells us about a kind of awesome opportunity now for pipers to take advantage of. And you don't have to be based in Scotland. We have under good authority that you can actually apply for a lot of these courses and things available at the National Piping Centre online. So, um... Anyway, aside from that, I want to get into the actual interview, but there's quite a lot happening here. So, without further ado, let's introduce Derek Doyle to the podcast. So, welcome to podcasts, Mr. Derek Doyle from the National Piping Centre. How are you, Derek? I'm very well, yourself? Ah, the best, man. Ah, indeed. Now, there's a good reason we have you on the podcast this week. Uh, For those of you who are savvy enough, of course, might remember you from being on the podcast around this time last year, Uh, but... You're here for a different reason this time. Do you want to tell us uh, what you guys at the Piping Centre have been up to? Of course. Um, when we spoke last year, I suppose we were just kind of giving you some updates on some changes kind of uh, that happened round about the kind of time of the, the early stages of the, the dreaded virus. Yeah. Um, so what we've done in the meantime is we've now been given approval uh, from the Scottish Qualifications Authority, SQA, to um, augment our HNC or Higher National Certificate to a Higher National Diploma, so it's now uh, it's now a two-year uh, program for, for full-time students. A two-year full-time program, still available part-time uh, as as well, of course. But it means it's just it's 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 a it's a higher level of qualification um, increase level, so it has a bit more weight, I suppose. So yes, it's um, we, we were absolutely delighted that, uh, to to be given approval to run to HND. That sounds fantastic. So this is it's not at the same level of the original course that you guys uh, launched last year. This is something different. So whenever folks are kind of applying for it, then you know, is this like a, a higher kind of qualification? Well, yeah, the, the, we've been running the Higher National Certificate since mm. uh, January 2016. Yeah. So really from now, we're running the Higher National Diploma. So what right. that means is that people generally will sign up for a two-year course. Um, but circumstances can change, you know, for, for all sorts of reasons. So mm. it's still possible to leave at the end of year one or to, to finish with a, with a Higher National Certificate. Mm-hmm. But we anticipate that the HND will be more attractive because people then know, well, I'm committing for two years of study. Yeah. And and it just means that they've got much more, um, yes, yeah, just a wee bit more stability for a couple of years as opposed to, well, I'll do this for a year. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do after that. So we're able to give them that, that uh, just that little bit more stability, a bit more security, that they know what they're going to be doing for two years. So, yeah, so we, we, we think it's, 
there's some really interesting uh, subjects that are on the second year as well. So we're, we we think that's going to it's going to work out well. Well, that leads me to my next question, then, Derek. What what is the content of the course? What could people expect to study then as part of this? Well, the 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 HNC really hasn't changed enormously. There's one or two additional subjects that we put into that, okay. but in the first year, in fact, across both years, there's there's instrumental instruction. So what what we've been doing there, um, differently to to most other colleges, kind of mainstream colleges that run HNDs in music, our students will get. In fact, in first year, they'll get uh, two one-hour lessons every week. Now, that, that's just that, that's unheard of in mainstream colleges. I don't even know if, if very many of the conservatoires and the music universities will be able to will be able to kind of sustain that. But they get two hours a week from us, and um, if so, so if, if for a student to come uh, to the piping centre to do their HND. Um, in year one, they'll have a, a, an hour lesson of Pibroch and an hour lesson of, on, on light music. Then in second year, what will happen is it will reduce to um, one lesson in their first study because by that time, they're pretty good and they're pretty motivated and we've introduced a second study instrument. So that, that's another interesting thing where, where, where students will have an opportunity to either improve on a second instrument if they, if they already um, play another instrument um, or to learn one in, in fact if, if they don't have a, another instrument the obvious one, the one that we're anticipating greatest demand for will be whistle because of the commonality between whistle and, 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 and piping but um, but we, we, we hope to be able to accommodate you know, a range of instruments and make it really you know, to fine tune it to what the student's looking for um, Year one um, they also do some um, some composition. We thought that was an interesting thing and a valuable thing for pipers to learn, for student pipers to learn. But then in year two, what we've done is is we're kind of developing some of those compositional skills and getting them to apply some of that learning into improvisation. Now, improvisation is not a typical thing for pipers to learn. No, I was going to say, but it, yeah. <laughs> but but, but it's, a, it's a very useful tool for them to, to learn. So yeah. we'll be looking at kind of, I suppose, kind of basic. It won't end up being kind of freeform jazz, multimodal, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of going away off to world your own and then coming back. You know, yeah. a point suits you. It'll be kind of very kind of simple um, ideas. So maybe looking at some of the very, very earliest forms of improvisation in general. So there's four notes in, in that bar. So we'll play those same four notes in the second bar, but in a different order. Or, we, you know, so it'll be, be that kind of thing. Oh, there's a phrase. Let's see, what we can, can, we, can we reverse the phrase? Or looking at, you know, kind of early, kind of very, very simple forms of improvisation. But what we think that'll achieve for, for, uh, for the students is, thinking about their music in a different way and then that possibly helping them when they move back to composition again. So yeah. we're trying to you know, get the whole thing to kind of fit together. They so lots, lots of exciting things going on in there, I think. Definitely. For any bagpiper out there that kind of wants to take their playing to the next level, this could be something really special yes. for them. Because what I'm hearing here is not only concentrating on the dots on the page, which is very important, we all know that, but also kind of reaching beyond that. 
you know, and kind of, like you say, bringing in elements of improvisation, improvisation and all that kind of stuff. Very exciting right. stuff. Yeah. Because, because, and also right. the opportunity to learn another instrument doesn't normally happen for bagpipers. You know, it's always chanter and bagpipes and that's it. But now they're getting the opportunity to do something else. Very exciting, Derek. So can I ask then, once you have the qualification under your belt, you've done your two years, you've yep. got your qualification, what, where can you go with this afterwards? Well, the, 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 I suppose there are two there are two elements to this. What, what the, the, the whole purpose of a higher national diploma? Mm. Um, HNDs are really the, the, they're, they're described um, as vocational awards. Right. So the idea that, that is that, or the thinking behind any HND, not just HNDs in music or anything else, absolutely any HND, the, the, the kind of purpose of those, the philosophy of those is that you go on and you, you, you take those skills and, and you take the knowledge and experience mm-hmm. into the workplace. So right. the, 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 that, that's what we're trying to do. Is we're, try, we're, we're trying at the National Piping Centre to give... Um, HND students an opportunity to vastly improve on their bagpiping, but to give them the skills and knowledge they need to apply that to the world. You know, the, I suppose the profession of bagpiping. Yeah. So the, it's 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 for people who who maybe have always thought, you know, I would I suppose, you know, I, I would like to improve upon my piping, but but I don't know how to do it. And uh, yes, I still go to my lessons, but but that only improves my piping. I need to understand, you know, what do I do with my, my tax returns? How do how do I keep, you know, how do I engage with bookkeeping? How do I network? What's all this stuff about copyright and contracts? I haven't a clue what those things mean. <laughs> so it gives yeah. them all of those underpinning skills, essentially in the same way that you know that. I suppose, you know, a plumber's not just a plumber, or an electrician's not just an electrician. They're running a business. Mm-hmm. As a tradesperson, so what we're trying to do is is, is make things uh, clear for bagpipers that if they're a bagpiper, they're not just a bagpiper; they're they're in the business of bagpiping, and mm-hmm. um, so so it kind of gives them that very very rounded understanding of of how do you um, find work and and how do you pitch for work as a bagpiper, so that that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it, which we're also really excited about, is that um, one of the universities in Scotland, the University of the Highlands and Islands, um, they've been running a programme now for 10 years called a BA in Applied Music. And we have got an agreement with them now where they will give consideration to our HND students for a place to move straight into year three of their degree programme. Wow. So yeah. it means it's, it's not adding any time. So what, again, what, what we find very often is, and not just at the piping centre, but but learners in general, when when you know, if, it, they they can find that, that themselves suddenly, you know, windows and doors are opening all over the place into worlds that they didn't know existed. Mm. And so what what quite often happens is that they get the learning bug. They really enjoy the learning. And so what we're able to do now is we're able to offer them that opportunity where they can take their piping to, you know, into a degree programme. Yeah. Um, and the, the other brilliant thing about the UHI, the University of the Highlands and Islands degree programme is 
it can be done in a distance learning mode. So you don't need to go to Perth or wherever else it I might see, be. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually do it from wherever you are. Right. Um, and it's, you know, so, so we're, we're excited about that. And actually the whole portfolio of what we're able to offer at the Piping Centre now from the National Progression Awards, the Professional Development Awards, or, you know, access to the, the, the BMUS and traditional music at, you know, at Royal Scottish Conservatoire, mm-hmm. um, and then our own HNC, HND, and then another route again, you know, so we're, we're, the, the opportunities for bagpipers to, you know, to study as far as they want to study, but to study in a way that, that suits them. You know, there, there's never been more opportunities, I would say, for pipers. Yeah, I was just about to say, Derek, it seems to be the choice is kind of overwhelming as well, okay. if you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> the, the, you look at the website and there's just so much on offer right. as far as, as an educational standpoint. So I guess I know you guys are completely open to communication. So if we are asking folks to visit the website, just ask questions. You know, Absolutely. there's, there's, there's contact forms. You yes. know, because I know myself, I was looking at the website and that, you know, ahead of our chat today and I was thinking, there's, there's just so much here. Like, where where do you begin? <laughs> you know, so maybe I, I that's, that's key, something key, that, yeah, yeah, you know. I, I, I think the key thing for us is is that we, we're, we're not driven just to, to bring people in for the sake of bringing people in. Yeah. So the conversation with, really with any of the staff is really important, mm. and we, we will listen to what the pipe, you know, what the uh, aspiring student or the, you know, the, what 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 are they hoping to get from the, from not just a specific course, but what do they get hope to get from their learning? Yes. And having that conversation with us will help them explain what the different opportunities are because not every program is suitable for every uh, for every student so we, we do mm-hmm. take that part of it very very seriously even to the point where we might suggest to people that there's, there's one lad who was you know dead set and doing the hnd but when we had a conversation with him we actually realized that probably the best core for him is not the hnd at all mm-hmm. and so what he what he decided to do was take a bit of time improve on certain aspects of his piping and he's now applied to do the, the BMUS at, at, the, at the Royal Scottish Conservatoire. So it's yeah. not just about, you know, we're not trying to kind of use that kind of cliche term. It's not really about kind of getting bums on seats. <laughs> it's not about getting people through the door. No. It's 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 making sure that the opportunities are there, that, 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 we, that we can steer, up, you know, interested learners towards the right opportunity the right road for them yeah. so, so that's the key thing so at 100% get in touch with us, with us if if you're not sure or if you think you're sure but you just want to confirm and um, that, that that's the important thing for us absolutely Derek and I would encourage anyone listening right now or even watching this video to definitely visit the website and look at the contact form and get in contact yes. with you because reading all the information online sometimes you can get blinded with the science and if you have that conversation it'll you know certainly narrow down your choice Definitely. yeah so Derek I have to say a huge thank you for chatting to us here in the podcast it's very exciting times uh, to be Indeed. you know involved in education and piping and everything and what you guys are doing there at the NPC is just fantastic so keep up the great work Derek thank you will do will do great thank you take care Uh, you too bye-bye
Ah, oh, fantastic stuff. There you are. Now, like I said, if you do want to get more information on anything that we were discussing there, then please do go to the National Piping Centre website. And again, if you do feel overwhelmed with the amount of information on hand, then just lift the phone, drop them an email, or contact them on social media. You know, they're incredibly uh, well organised when it comes to all of the information that's there, but that can... It can be overwhelming, this this sheer level of choice. So do get in contact with them and they can definitely answer any questions you may have. Uh, So, yeah, thanks to Derek for chatting to us here in the pod this week. Really appreciate it. If anything, it's very exciting times to be involved in piping education, I suppose. And for those out there wanting to learn, there's never been a better time. Seriously, half of this stuff, probably all of it, didn't exist whenever I first kicked off in the piping scene. So there's a wealth of information out there, and now it's at everyone's fingertips. So go and check it out. The National Piping Centre website for all of your information. It's all up there now, indeed. Well, guys... That's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Can I first of all say a huge thank you to all of the Big Rab Show team for pulling this episode together. This has not been easy. And a huge shout out to Andrew for reading out the news this week. That guy is an absolute legend. Absolute legend. And he's also my piping shooter as well. And good friend. So thank you, Andrew, for all of your help this week, man. I really appreciate it. And to everyone else who's been messaging me backwards and forwards and stuff and helping out with various news stories and stuff, thank you, everyone. This week, this episode has been a huge effort to get out. And uh, sometimes, I don't know, that you know, with the production of podcasts and stuff, I think that the work that goes on in the background doesn't really get seen in the light of day. You normally just see the end product, and here it is. There's a podcast that's about an hour long. Um, but sometimes the level of work that goes on behind the scenes is just insane. And this week has been one of those weeks, unfortunately, with me catching the stupid Rona. <clears throat> so I hope next week to be fully recovered and I'll be right back, all guns blazing. Uh, but this week, yeah, we've been dogged with Rona and all of that. So it's been a huge team effort. So thank you to everyone on the Big Rab Show team. You guys are awesome. And yeah, to all of you for downloading this week and each and every week, uh, supporting the show just by listening has been absolutely fantastic. And uh, also to everyone over there on Patreon, you guys have been treated to a wealth of extra material over there. There's so much stuff back there, uh, which I keep going on about. But honestly, the good folks on Patreon are really helping to keep the wheels turning here at The Big Rab Show. And your support on Patreon really does mean the world to all of us here in the Rab Show team. So if you do want to help support the show and help us through these difficult times, then please do go over to Patreon, click on support, and you'll be treated to loads of extra pipe and content uh, for your trouble. So why not be part of the Patreon faithful? Indeed. So I don't know whether to title this episode uh, the COVID episode or the Rona, the Rona episode or something. I don't know. Uh, but either way, <laughs> I do hope to be... I hope to shake this old thing off and I'll be back again next week fighting fit. All been well. Thank you everyone for downloading this week. If you haven't already, please do consider subscribing so that you never miss another episode. So you get a little bing, a little notification to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. Until then, guys, we will see you all here on the Big Rab Show podcast next week for more bagpiping goodness. Until then, stay safe, take care, all the best. Well, 
Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. Ten ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Hello there, Patreon faithful. How you doing? And welcome to another episode of Big Rab Show Plus. Yes, it's been a wee while since we've put one of these together for you, and apologies for that, guys, but that's been for good reason. Yeah, we have been kind of crazily busy over in the Big Rab Show team, although, granted, over the holiday season, we did take a few weeks off. So, yeah, full disclosure, we did take some time off to recharge the batteries, but here we are now. It's January 2022, and we're looking into the mouth of what could be a possible huge season for ourselves and the Big Rab Show, but also for the piping world in general. As we try to rebuild what we once had and bring bagpipes and, and drumming back to the grass, and that's exactly what we're focused will be this incoming year. Now, I have to say... If you're listening to my voice right now, then you are supporting us on Patreon, and I have to say a massive thank you. You guys are the lifeblood of the show. You really are helping keep the wheels turning through what has been quite a difficult period of time for all of us in the piping scene.